Fashion and beauty are serious business. On this podcast, we will hear from amazing creative entrepreneurs. Join us as we explore their unique success stories, learn from experts, and hear about their journeys. Steve Jobs famously said that, the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. So let's get crazy. I'm your host, Ann Zuckerman, and this is the Just Wanted to Ask podcast. Hello, I'm here today with Latasha Mitchell. Uh, Latasha is an influencer marketing strategist and founder of Authorities Network. She helps business owners like you harness the untapped power of influencers to scale their businesses faster and easier than they ever imagined, all without spending a dime on ads. Her Real 25 system is revolutionizing influencer marketing shifting the paradigm to a fresher, more effective method of making a quick impact, working with many two comma club winners and multi-million dollar brands. She is regarded as the authority in influencer marketing and is in high demand to show others how to grow their businesses without using conventional marketing strategies. Welcome Latasha. It's so good to see you. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's good to see you too, Anne. I'm excited to be here. So you're an authority in joint ventures and partnerships, and um, sometimes it's confusing. What is the difference between uh, joint ventures, partnerships, and collaborations? Okay, so joint ventures are pretty, I like to describe them as, like it's more like a relationship. Like you're, you're getting into a relationship with somebody else, right? Or, you know, getting into bed with somebody like it's a, it's a partnership. Like you are, you are doing something together um, that can affect both your guys' businesses on an equal kind of wave. Right. So uh, for instance, I just did a, um, a joint venture with three other ladies. And so we decided to create a summit together. That means that we created the copy together. We paid the copywriters together. We did something together. You can do this also by creating an offer together. Let's say you have, um, you do something in e-com or podcasting and I do something in partnerships, collaborations, and we marry the two together and we make a product that we sell for a thousand dollars and we split the profits minus, you know, the, the cost. So that would be like more of a joint venture. That is something that you are doing together. You are in bed together. This is a commitment and a half. I say, do them, you know, just be cautious who you do them with, but that's how I would say what they are, right? You could say joint venture and that could mean in any in any, you know, in any form, but that's what I would say joint venture is. It it is just more together than it's more together, more planned and more commitment than the others. Then you have, I would say partnerships and joint ventures are pretty similar. Then you have collaborations. Collaborations can be quick. It's like, Hey, you want to do a collab on social media? So you guys get on social media and you do a quick collab together, Uh, you know, going live on each other's Instagram pages that helps you to grow your audience doing a, a reel together, uh, just doing some sort of collaboration. It could be on, on a summit. It could be on a podcast. Like this is a collaboration. We're on a quick podcast together. You're introducing me to your audience. I'll send this out to my email list. I'm introducing you to my audience, but we're not married. It's a simple collaboration, right? It's not, it's not really that big of a deal. Um, a partnership, I would say, is you have a summit or an event that you're doing, and you're just going to ask, ask a partner to email out their list and send 
your offer to their list, your event to their list. So that's what I would say um, the tiers are. Just to recap, uh, joint venture is you're in bed together. You guys are married. You guys have for a certain time period, not forever, not forever. <laughs> it could be forever, but typically you want to use contracts. Uh, you want to be very cautious with that because things can go really good. Things can go wrong. You never know, but either way, it's more of a commitment. Partnership is someone that you're doing a partnership with on one, a one-off product, like a, a summit event, whatever they're sending out to their email list. A collaboration can be anything that you're doing together something quick, something simple. Let's get on Instagram together. Let's go live on YouTube together, things like that. So that's what I would do the breakdown as, but you're still going to hear me say joint venture collaboration. Like I just use them interchangeably. For sure. Um, and how have you seen social media in your area of expertise. How have you seen it change and grow? Um, and I know you just did the summit. So um, how does that how does that work in terms of uh, your broad target audience? Um, so I think like really, are, I guess, are you asking like how how does collaborations kind of play into the online world right now? Um, yeah. With it, with the summit, you brought, there were four of you, yeah. I, by the way, it was excellent. When you have another one, I highly recommend that people <laughs> jump on because Thank you. I was amazed that the information that you all uh, shared. Um, but so when you're looking at your target audience and you're doing a collaborative summit with a, a group of people. Yeah. Does it, how do you, it, how do you design it? So it isn't so broad that you're missing. Okay. Got it. So how you, okay. So for us, I always say this, you're going to hear me say it over and over again. If you ever follow me, it's over and over again, find people that you compliment that you're complimentary with. Right. So instead of going like, oh, okay, we're going to pick, you know, 18 speakers, just random because it's going to make my summit look good. No, we picked speakers that, um, you know, you could work with me and then you would listen to that person and it would build off what I'm doing. It would help, it would help um, my strategy to be that much better because we were all complimentary to each other. So the way that this played on social media is that we would interview the speakers on social media and we would bring them on to like our audience and our audience would get value, right? Because my audience of people that want to do collaborations, partnerships, um, they're following me for that. But then I bring like, you know, um, I bring Kimmy on and she's all about visibility, right? It's another form of partnerships or collaborations. She's about visibility in the media. So she's all about, okay, let me get you on TV. I don't teach you how to get on TV, but I do teach on collaborations, right? And collaborations and TV are very similar. You're collaborating with the network, right? That network is giving, putting you in front of their audience because you are beneficial to their audience or audience is going to get benefits from you. So I would say that's how we kind of streamlined it. So we weren't all over the map. Like you do see with some summits that it's just like one person's talking about dogs. One person's talking about eating healthy. One person's talking about pizza hut. Like it's just all these different things. Whereas what, what we did, we found people that were complimentary to each other. And then we, you know, highlighted them and spotlighted them on our social media. And uh, I think that's why our summit was really good with information. Cause it wasn't like, it wasn't like ping pong balling you all over the place. I totally agree. I mean, I, I could not believe it. I sat through the whole thing 
Um, you had many, like one, two minute breaks. I ran out, got something to drink, came back because I didn't <laughs> want to miss a minute. And yet I knew that I could re-listen to the recordings, but I still wanted to listen to it live. It was phenomenal. Great. Um, okay. And so basically what you're saying is you've, you almost create a team. So if I am in, if my business is over here, there are members of the summit who would compliment and I may use their services as well, um, which was certainly my experience. Um, and I know that you do that so well because you have such a great network. Uh, so when you started networking, um, what were some of the things that you were looking for in partners, people to collaborate with, where did you know the direction you were going in from the beginning or have you had to make a lot of pivots along the way? Um, yeah, I've had to make a lot of pivots along the way for sure. And you know what, like when I first got started in this, I mean, I've always been like a, a networking junkie, like always I was, a, I was president of BNI, one of the BNI chapters for a little bit. Um, and you know, these are all things that kind of just fell into my lap, came naturally. And it wasn't until later on that, you know, I went through that situation, lost everything, had to get into partnerships, but you know, I was just naturally built relationships and I didn't realize it become a, such a huge solid piece of my business. But it's funny when I think back, I'm like, you've been doing this the whole time. Like I can do this the whole time because I've been, you know, meeting people, connecting with them, then they will refer me. Or then, you know, somehow I'll get hired by someone in their circle. And that's how I built my business. I haven't done ads or anything, right? So I have, um, you know, obviously changed the way I do, you know, build relationships. But I would say it's been authentic. From day one of building businesses, it's just been authentic. And so what I say, whether you're looking to do partnerships right now for a certain reason, or maybe you're just building your business, you don't know which way to turn right now, build a bank of relationships and build it authentically. So take the time, you know, instead of don't, and don't look at people like, oh, that person has nothing to offer me. You don't know what someone has. You don't know, like, don't, don't do that. Everybody is valuable in some way, shape or form. You might end up building a friendship with them. That's only a friendship, which is still really valuable on the days you need to talk to someone. That's great. But that friendship might turn into a collaboration or maybe turns into a joint venture that you do something absolutely massive with that goes on to make millions of dollars. Um, so I would just say, build authentic relationships and just keep in the back of your mind. You're building a bank of relationships. You don't know when you're going to use them. You don't know why you're going to use them. You just build an authentic bank of relationships. And then when you do have something to launch, you don't have to worry about going out there and, and, and making these relationships. You know, it, it doesn't have to feel like that. It, you just have to reach back and go, okay, I have this bank of relationships. Who can I connect with to help me launch this? So true. And every, and everybody we meet, also has a wide circle of relationships as well. So um, I know I've called people that I've met and said, okay, fine, this is what I need for my business. Can you help me? Or people that I met years ago who I've recently connected with and said, listen, I need coaching help. And I know that um, you're, you're a success. So can you help me? And yeah. that has been truly uh, an amazing experience that I never, ever thought um, that that would happen. You know, sometimes you meet people and you say, okay, fine. So I've met this person and whatever. 
But to be able to go back in my mind and say, okay, fine, I was in uh, a meeting with this person, that person, I went to a, a workshop with someone. It's been absolutely incredible. So where do you think, where do you see things going in the future? How do you think this is going to progress? I know social media is changing every single day. We certainly didn't think that uh, reels or TikTok or all of that would be important. And to tell you the truth, I still don't understand. Well, we talked about it and you're going to have to, because it's a big deal right now. It's a big deal. If I told you that I posted a really dumb reel the other day, so I was like, I need to post something. I posted it, 14,000 views on a reel. Uh, and I think, actually, no, sorry. I posted yesterday and it was 14,000 views this morning when I woke up. So it's important so then, and it's how going does, back. How does that convert then um, into your business? Yeah, so I, for us, go ahead. No, I, I'm sorry. For Okay, so for us right now, I'll tell you like, you know, the funnel that we're going we're gonna to do Um we are right now putting together a funnel where people will see our content and then they can just book a quick call. I could have done it the other way where I would say, okay, we have a little link on our Instagram and we do content all around partnerships, collaborations, right? And then it's like, hey, to join the network, uh, you know, just click this link and sign up. But instead, I want to take it a, a little bit deeper than that because I want to have connection with everybody we put in the network. So we're actually putting them on a quick call where they just answer like, you know, eight questions and ask those eight questions, then we will give them the opportunity if they are a fit to come into the network. And it's not a high ticket thing. I, you know, we're bringing in a lot of people on a low, low, low ticket, but we want to make sure. So how that's going to work from social media, we do a reel that offers value. Call to action is, you know, fill out an application to see if you're a good fit, book a call, get on a quick call and then sign them up. That's the way we're working it. So because you're doing these so fast, like 14,000 people seeing that reel, I mean, you know, like how many people out of 14,000, even if I had, you know, four people, I don't know what percent that is, but it's pretty bad. If I had four people fill an application off that one video, that's not bad at all. Right. And the, you know, that's not bad at all. Right. Like, obviously I, you would hope that 20 people would fill it out, but if I had four qualified people fill it out and become, become members, and I'm doing that every day, you know, five people a day. That's we would have a pretty big network pretty quick. So that's how we're playing, playing the game, right? There's so many different ways, whatever your offer is, have something lower ticket on the front end, attach that to your social media, provide value, call to action is whatever that link is. You have an ebook, you have, you want people on your podcast, right? The call to action on your, on your mini video that we did, your, our mini interview call to action on that, that could be a real call to action on that would be, you know, become a podcast speaker or, you know, whatever. We're on a totally different topic now, but it's like, it is so, it is so good, right? It is so good, but it, it, it does play into collaborations because, you know, now I'm actually collaborating with my own business on, on Instagram, right? And so this is also something you can do now. So on Instagram now, you can invite someone to invite someone to be a collaborator. This is how big collaborations are getting. Okay. So when you create a reel, instead of tagging somebody, when you go to tag them, it says invite to be a collaborator. So what that does is when you accept that, that actually, um, that actually posts the reel on my Instagram and your Instagram, which is super cool. So if you're talking about, you know, your pot, your, your e-com company, right. And you post something on your personal invite your e-com company to become a collaborator. It goes on both Instagrams and you guys share this metrics together. You share the follower. Like, it's really cool. 
It's really cool. So long story short, collaborations are becoming so big that Instagram is actually putting it into their platform. So people are actually doing it. Amazing. Uh, the, is that a lot? I'm sorry. Uh, totally. <laughs> I am so totally going to have to rewind and re-listen to this podcast to figure out where my brain was. Um, that's amazing. So, and where do you think um, Facebook and Facebook ads are going to be in the future? Yeah, I don't know. Cause I can't authentically answer anything about ads. Cause I've never, I, I ran one, I lost like 500 bucks. But, you know, like I never really like done them. But what I do know is a lot of people are coming to us because they're having issues with ads, right? Either their ads are getting approved, either their ads accounts are getting shut down. There's so many different issues with ads right now that um, I think either Facebook's going to have to make some changes to keep their people because people are starting to realize that people are more valuable than algorithms, right? Yes, you can get a ton of money from Facebook. But like the thing is, if someone says, yeah, I, I did a, half a million dollar launch, but how much do you put on ads? Usually it's quite high. Like I know people that do a lot of ad spend to make that money, right? Um, you can do, I mean, partnerships aren't free. There's different ways to do them. But I think that, I think people are starting to realize that people are more valuable than algorithms and that um, maybe I think people are shifting to starting to leverage, you know, people instead of algorithms. Cause I mean, you try to grow your following on Instagram, by posting and posting and posting, it doesn't always work, right? You try to grow your Instagram by going on someone else that has a bigger Instagram than you and doing a collaboration offering value, then your Instagram go grows. Not because of the algorithm, but because a person introduced you to their audience that they've already built. So as far as like, where do I think ads are going? I think that, you know, people are becoming a, a competition for the ad market. It's easy. Sure. It's easy. There's no algorithm algorithm to learn. You don't have to figure it out. And um, yeah, I think it's just, yeah, I think, I think it's going to give, I think it's going to give ads uh, a run for its money. The other factor too is where are you investing? And when you invest in ads, it, well, there are no guarantees in anything, but when you invest in ads, you're putting the money in, but you can't always follow it. Whereas if you're investing in people and other businesses, then at least you can see what you're doing to some extent. Absolutely. And everyone is involved. So it, it makes it much more personal, but I think it's also much more beneficial going forward. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know, like a prime example of this was when Facebook crashed, right? We all know uh, if you had ads running at that moment, you would have, uh, you could have really royally messed up your launch. Like we're talking about people spending and some people are doing little amounts of money, but you know, some of my friends are spending, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars a day on ads. And like when you have a launch for seven days and one of those days gets dropped off your ads, that is really, really bad for your success. So, you know, when things like that happened, the people that had the email list were okay. The people that knew people that had email lists were also okay. Cause you could reach out to your friend and say, Hey, like I'm in the middle of a launch. I don't know what to do. Ads crashed. Can you please send out an email to your list? And that could save your launch. Right. So um, yeah, it's really important. People are, are very, very important. And I think we're just coming around for a full circle and recognizing that again. 
For sure. That that's exactly what happened to me. I had uh, a launch and the pandemic hit. And, and it was on TV, but no <laughs> one saw it. Oh, exactly. So, well, and no, nobody cared about anything else except for the no pandemic at that moment, right? Yeah. yeah, no one cared. Yeah. So that was really, it was interesting. And it is true that your email list is so much more valuable than any, it's one of the most valuable things that your business has. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so grow that list, grow that list. Cause you never know you'll need it. And also it's also a good leverage for if you ever want to do a partnership. So if you have a huge email list and let's just say, and you have an e-com business or offer, um, you have a product, you could go to something that's complimentary. Let's say someone has, uh, like a belly wrap or something, you know, like to get to look fit. Right. So, you know, that seems like a natural synergy to me, like someone that likes to look fit with your product. If you have an email list of 10,000 and they're like, oh, you know, I don't know if I want to do a collab with you. Well, hey, I've got an email list of 10,000. If you do this collab with me, I'll send out an email to your my list. You send it out to 10,000 people on your list. And like you guys just acquired new clients without losing anything. You acquired new clients by helping each other. How wonderful. So tell our listeners how they can find you. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram where I hang out. So it's Instagram.com forward slash Latasha, L-A-T-A-S-H-A B Mitchell dot or not dot com. Yeah. Latasha B Mitchell. So just go over Instagram. I'm there. I hang out there all the time and you can DM me or, you know, comment on my reels, things like that, but I'm always there. Well, I'll certainly be there. So thank you so much, Latasha. And one more question. So what are the shoes that, or yes, the shoes that your feet like most to be in? Oh, definitely comfy ones. Like really cute runners is probably my go-to. That being said, I love heels. I love looking like, you know, like a sexy woman. So um, yeah, I'm torn on that one because at an event, I'm like, oh, do I want to be comfy or do I want to be super cute? So I'll usually go with heels. But when I'm in my everyday life, it's definitely a cute pair of runners for sure. How wonderful. Well, thank you so very, very much for being on the podcast, uh, the Just Wanted to Ask podcast with me today. And um, I look forward to checking out all of your reels (laughs) and uh, seeing more of what you have in terms of collaborations on Instagram. So thank you so very much for being here today. Thank Thank you for having me, Anne. This is fun. Thanks for joining us. Please follow us, submit a rating and review, and share us with your friends. This helps our message reach more listeners. For more information about my products, visit justwantedtoask.com. Thank you. Thank you.